Yo, tits up. Shades here. You know you can interact with Back Talk. You can email us at backtalkusgmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. The official page is Backtalk. Fan group is The Backpack Fan Also, tweet at us Now enjoy the show. And now, get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Destin, Andy. It's Back Talk. Tits up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Back Talk. We got two people away this week because they decided it was much better and going to be more fun to give candy to little kids. Like, did your parents ever tell you not to take candy from strangers? I don't understand this. But they want to play the grown person giving candy to children. So, um, that's what they're doing. So, But I'm here with Dustin. Dustin, what's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, let's kick this off the right way, two of us. Tits up, buddy. Tits up. Dustin, what's going on, man? There's a lot, you know. We talked about it last week, uh, like privately between the four of us, not having an episode with it being, you know, recording on Halloween, but a lot of shit going on this week. So glad you could join us. Oh, yeah, it works out. My wife's handing out candy to the kids. And as long as I can see my nieces and nephews, I'm okay with that. Halloween's one of my favorite holidays, but. You don't want to be the one to lure kids to your house with, with candy? Well, I usually <laughs> sit on my step dressed up and scare the crap out of them, but. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. So why, like, it's really creepy if you just pull up in a van and lure lure kids to your van (laughs) with candy. It's creepy if you stand outside of your or at your door with candy and ask kids that walk by any day of the week, except for October 31st, to come over to your house for some candy. What what makes, why, why is it okay today? No, they're dressing up as their goblins and going to the doors and knocking. I mean, now nowadays they do the trunk and treat. Everybody just walks up to everybody's cars in the in a parking lot, kind of like what you're saying, walking up to the white van. If I did that, I'd have like a Scooby Doo van or something sitting there and black yeah, van or something. That's <laughs> just it. That, now, now it's like, and, and you're exactly right. That's that's what uh, you know. The wife's gonna be taking uh, our youngest here over to the church. They got the trunk trunk or treats today, but like. Yeah, not a lot of kids knock on doors, but people still do it. And the kids don't walk anymore. They just no. they get driven everywhere by their by their parents. So Right. You got you got like uh ghosts or goblins over in the corner there, or what do you got going on? Uh playing in my setup right now. I changed all my stuff around. As you can see, I got a little bad different backdrop now working on I see different. that, I see that. You have a shed. Yep, oh, long shed in the upstairs of my house. <laughs> you now have a pot shed. You're, you're cool like the developmentally speaking guys. Yeah, it's just a long room upstairs, but it works out. I'm out of the wife's hair. She can do what she wants downstairs, and uh, I can actually have fun with my friends. Your wife puts you in the attic. Yep, my idea. Finally got the internet up here. It actually works out really good. Cool, I like it. Cool. Oh, good, good. Looks good. Looks, uh, looks, looks. As you can see, if I get a little upset at a video game or whatever I'm doing, I got a nice punchy bag back here. I can go take out my. Well, you can pretend like you're hitting Jake Paul in the face because 
<laughs> We're going to get into him here in a minute, too. <laughs> right. Um, so anything else going on with you this week? Not much. Just work. And uh, I played some Call of Duty with some friends that came out over the weekend. So did that. Moved all my stuff upstairs. That took a day, half a day on Saturday. Got everything organized. But other than that, about the same old stuff. It's just Halloween, one of my favorite holidays. But uh, talking with a friend on iRacing the other day, he puts up his Christmas tree at midnight tonight when turns it on. <laughs> and it's like too early for Christmas. I'd rather, I'm waiting for Thanksgiving now. But. So he doesn't eat turkey? Yeah, I guess not. That's what I asked him. <laughs> and he I goes mean, up. If you don't eat turkey or stuffing or any of that shit, like, I guess you could go ahead and start Christmas, but... Like, if you're going to do anything for Thanksgiving, I think you ought to, like, at least buy your turkey before you put up your Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, he said he was putting it up today or tonight, and right at midnight, it'll turn on the lights. I'm like, you're crazy. Too early for Christmas. Yeah, it's a, it's a long Christmas. I'm okay with... I'm not I, I'm not against the November Christmas. No. But November 1st? Maybe maybe a little bit. A little bit too Yeah, our family, we're... we're we were traditionally the day after Thanksgiving. We all were off of school when we were kids, and that's when we put up our Christmas tree. But yeah, yeah, wife won't let me do anything Christmas till the day after Thanksgiving anyway. Yeah, that's usually how we are too. Me and my wife here at home too. It's usually the day after Christmas. And she Sometimes doesn't even we don't like even that. Tree. She doesn't even like that. She'd rather much have it like just December first or twenty yeah. fifth. Like she's a bomb, so. But here yeah. in Minnesota, it's nice to put up the decorations outside when it's kind of nice out yet. So we'll might yeah, put up sense. some of our lights. But you're, you're the one that says, you know, no no snow in December in Minnesota. However, we've already had snow here in Indiana. No, we haven't. We had a couple flurries just north of us, but we have not seen any here in the town I live in. Yeah, yeah, I live, it, it, I'm not talking we had like a snowstorm. Yeah. Like I woke up in the morning and my grill had snow on it. My car had snow on it. Like, we have not had any measurable snow yet. That is official <laughs> snow if there's if it's stuck on something. Yeah, we have not had that here where I live yet. So last there was four years ago, <laughs> Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we had a thunderstorm. Full bore, lightning, wind, and everything. No snow. Well, in you there. can get those in the winter. That's that's not oh, yeah. common. That's not but, uncommon, but. Not in Minnesota. If it's going to do something in the winter, it's usually going to be snow. And there is such a thing as thunder snow. There is, and I never want to experience that in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Scared the shit out of you? (laughs) It's not a good thing from what I've been told by my uh, older relatives. Oh, well, I don't think I've ever experienced it either. No. Um, But we got a lot to get into. I want to tell you quickly about... uh, my week and it, it'll it'll touch on some subjects we're going to be going into obviously the end of my week started off with the world series and the phillies let's go phils ring that bell baby uh as we sit and in recording we the series is tied at one uh phils taking the first game by an awesome comeback you know down yeah. five runs um five nothing they're down and come back, push it to extra innings. Uh, JT Real Muto home run in extra innings, uh, taking game one and game two. A little bit of a different story, a five-two loss. We're gonna get into game two here in a minute. Um, 
got some things I really want to talk about on that. Um, another thing we had this this weekend, um, our good old fuck buddy Jake Paul was had a fight, a fake fight. He did have a fake fight on uh, Saturday, I think it is, beating up an old man. We're gonna get into that here in a moment. Um, I went to a, 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 a indie, I guess you call it indie, but just kind of local wrestling show yesterday. Took my youngest. Um, we introduced everybody uh, to Developmentally Speaking, I think it was last week, right? We told everybody right. to check them out. Um, they're a uh, wrestling podcast. They do a lot of wrestling interviews with um, past superstars and, and things of that sort. Uh, so again, check them out, Developmentally Speaking, on Facebook, YouTube. Um, check them out. Hit the subscribe. Hit the like. Tell them back talk sent you because I'm gonna have some words with these guys at some point. All right, but um, went went and saw a show. Um, one of the guys from Developmentally Speaking is involved with this uh, promotion. Um, they do local shows here in our town or the town over. Usually, you know, a couple times a year, four or five times a year. Um, but the guy from Developmentally Speaking is in it, so I went over to make sure I, I supported them and supported the show. Fun show. Really fun show. Um, short length, which was great. Uh, we've been to some of them, their shows that have drug on because I don't know if anybody's gone to a local wrestling show. But if you haven't, let me tell you, this isn't WWE. This isn't AEW. There is no storyline. No. Nope. It's just guys wrestling. Now they attempt to put a story to some of the matches. <clears throat> right? And they try to establish heel baby right at the beginning of the match. Right? One guy comes out and goes, Come on, Seymour! Yay! And the other guy comes out and goes, You all suck! So you know who the heel in the back yep. is, right? So like that's kind of the way that works. Um But you come to go to some of these matches, they put on ten matches and it's two and a half, three hours, and you're just like, by intermission, you're like, I'm going home. Yeah, like, you get sick of it. Um, especially my youngest, attention span isn't the longest, so we end up leaving at intermission. Well, this one held his attention the entire show. Only six matches, hour and a half in length, or two hours, close to two hours maybe. Um, short intermission, like 30-minute intermission. Um, come back after intermission with two, two, uh, two, two matches, you know, four matches, intermission, two matches. Perfect. Right? right. The guys in the ring did a phenomenal job. You did have some guys you could tell were a little greener than others. Right. And then you had some guys that could just have been around for a while. A couple things I want to talk about is Mortimer Blankenship from developmentally speaking. Okay, is a um, manager for the most part. Okay, uh, from Connecticut, um, you know, rich blood. You know, lives at the country club. <clears throat> One more, more. Listen, you come to the ring with the golf, your golf club. But I want to tell you, your golf club is the 1980s. Ladies, three wood. 
Four. So, you might want to upgrade. You know, with, with all that that that, money, that Connecticut, you know, rich blood money, you might want to upgrade that club. I mean, it's it's it. I'm, I'm telling you, Dustin, it's got a baby blue head to it. It's the it's a steel shaft. You can tell that because the three wood. It's got a smaller three wood head, so it's like an yeah. '80s club. Clubs <coughs> um, as old as me and you. <laughs> and you look at the grip, and you go, "Yeah, I remember that grip when I was growing up playing." You know, in the eighties, um, so he's, he's got a nineteen eighties women's three wood that he carries to the ring with him um, all the time. Um, so he needs to get himself a new club. Second of yeah. all, what the, probably the best performer they've got there. His name is Eric Draven. Okay, best performer they have. Great in ring. Um, not bad on the mic for the mic work they do. It's not, which isn't much, right? Yeah. Again, we're just establishing during the, during the show, just establishing who's good, who's bad. Because again, they do shows every week at their building down in very Southern Indiana that I don't know if anybody from, from around here goes to. Okay. So but, are those like their weekly shows that they, they have do, a storyline going they probably do, right? They probably yeah. have a storyline going. But these local shows, you don't have a fucking clue. They're, they're it's kind of like their live events for like <laughs> WWE, right. AW. So, so we're just trying to establish, you know, some heat here. Some, you know, some was natural. I would tell you the kickoff match uh, was two, two looked like younger guys, right? Um, pretty good in the ring. Um, first guy comes down, he's like, yay, Seymour! And he's got a book. Like, this book is falling apart. It's like a, <laughs> like one of those big-ass Bibles or whatever. And it's right. falling apart. Uh, it's apparently the book on wrestling. Okay, to put the story to it. But he's like, come on, Seymour! And he's trying to play the crowd. So you think, baby. He's the first one out, right? Next one comes out. <coughs> he's called, like, the deputy or something. And he's like, yay, come on, Seymour! I'm like, I guess we got baby on baby is where we're going. Right. Um, but they worked the match in a way to where the crowd turned on one of them. Cool. And was booing one of them. So that phenomenal job by them. Um, but back to this Eric Draven guy. Great performer, good on the mic. He's got one downfall. And I'm going to explain him to you, Dustin. And I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your head in terms of wrestling when I describe him to you. Okay. okay. He's from Texas. Built from Texas. He wears a cowboy hat. He has long blonde hair. He talks with that, I'm going to get you, my pretty. So, uh, uh, have you gotten this yet, Dustin? <laughs> Sounds like the Wicked Witch from the South. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, when you said his name, only one thing came to mind before you even were describing him. Mm. And it's the movie The Crow. 
They need okay. to build him with that because the guy in the crow that dies and comes back with this crow, his name is Eric Draven. Okay. Honestly, when you start saying Texas and stuff, I'm thinking like a blonde, blonde-haired version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he is Shawn Michaels Jr. Oh, yeah. I forgot he is from Texas. Yep. This guy is quite literally Shawn Michaels Jr. And I spaced out on Shawn. Like, I've got I've to gotta shoot on him for a minute. Like, dude, you've been doing this for a very long time in Indiana. And for a very long time, you've been playing the Shawn Michaels Jr. gimmick. And I'd say that because um, it goes back years <coughs> right. that we that we have gone to see these local shows, right? Um, and he's always performed. He's a pretty good performer. Um, yeah, he's good, but he's Shawn Michaels Jr. Like, break out be yourself. Right. That's the thing, uh, like, even, like, because WWE. Because, especially yesterday, and I, I don't think I caught it as much in the previous, but especially yesterday, when he's talking on the mic, he even sounds like Sean. And I'm <laughs> like, you're just Shawn Michaels. Now, now, now I've lost all. You're Shawn Michaels' son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've lost all, like care in a world or, or anti-care as a heel like hating him just thinking that oh you're just Shawn Michaels Jr. like I'm all, I'm now done with him so you're kind of like a guy that likes you you want rest, wrestlers nowadays to go off on their own path and not mimic a former wrestler is that what you're saying you should, I mean you you should you not should. be somebody who's already been there like right. you know if you had the second coming of Hulk Hogan it wouldn't work no, definitely wouldn't work. If you had the second coming of Stone Cold, it wouldn't work. Why no. does MJF work? Because he's the only one in pro wrestling, and this is prior to him leaving, really. Right, yep. The, the dynamic on him has changed in the way that people react to him. But prior to him leaving, he was the only true heel that I could think of in pro wrestling. The only right. one that could draw heat in yep. pro wrestling. Like, and and he kept... Like, you're talking nowadays, right? Yeah, he was, exactly, yeah. now. Like, if yeah. you think of the dynamic of who's out there in WWE, who's out there in Impact, who's out there in AEW, right. he's the true heel. Yeah, he's like the heel of all heels right now, yep. But then he left, and, and here was the downfall of it. Uh, of that heel character was him leaving. Because no matter what he did after this, he was so good <coughs> that when he came back, he was going to get the pop. Right, and he gets the pop, and he tries to get him to go back to that heel with what he talks about, but there's always the pop for him no matter what. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't think I don't think there's he anything. Went, he has gone as do. far as calling the people to cheer for him, devil worshippers. Yep. <laughs> and I, they cheer it when they when he says it. I don't think there's anything that they can do in a storyline that would make him go back to what he was before the whole Mike the Mike bomb to happen. No. There's no way, you know. No. 
it's kind of like the whole CM Punk thing back in WWE when he had his, you know, his coming out, setting on the stage, his mic drop and all that, or whatever they call that, pipe bombs. You mm-hmm. know, when that pipe bomb happened, and, you know, the fans just loved him. They didn't hate him for it. They they loved seeing the real person, I guess is what I want to say. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, that's what I'm saying. He's true heel. He's true character. He's just mm-hmm. one of a kind right now. He's that old school heel. Yes. Am I saying, okay, so he's reincarnating the heel, but he's not being somebody else, right? So Shawn Michaels Jr. Hear me out here. Eric Draven, a.k.a. Shawn Michaels Jr. Fucking do something. Because now I don't, like, just the way you were Sunday and hearing you talk, I don't give two shits about your character anymore. I don't want to see you get your ass beat as a heel. I don't want to see you get over as a baby. Fucking do something. Step up. Don't be fucking Shawn Michaels anymore. Um, but, on the side note, I do want you to check everybody out there to check out their, um, their stuff. So it is Supreme... This it. If you go to Supreme Wrestling hyphen events on Facebook, um, that is them. Supreme uh, Wrestling events. Supreme hyphen wrestling events. And Dustin, if you do that now, you'll see on their background photo, he is on it. You can see Sean Michaels Jr. yourself. Um, And uh, they they have worked with Shark Boy, and then of course on the on there is Mortimer Blankenship as well. Um, from developmentally speaking, check them out. Even though they they fucking do their show from a, a pod shed, I don't know who needs a pod shed. We still don't know who needs a pod shed. But um, Shawn Michaels Jr. <laughs> Supreme Wrestling hyphen events. You see Shawn Michaels yep. Jr. Yep. Now, when he's I just, say it, he's the one when on I the say left. it, right? When I say it, does 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 it not just look like him? Yeah. Honestly, like I said, when you said Eric Draven, that's not the vision I got of him. If you find Eric Draven on Facebook, what is Shawn Michaels' move? Sweet chin music. Okay. Flying if you elbow. go there, his background photo on his profile on Facebook. Is him giving a super kick. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Please have oh, a different man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Better. We need to do better than that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that was my weekend. Check them out. Uh, Supreme Wrestling Events on Facebook. Uh, developmentally speaking on Facebook and YouTube. Um, Tell tell him Backtalk sent you. Um, tell Morty he needs to upgrade his golf club, and tell both of them, undevelopmentally speaking, um, that if they have time and their mom allows them out of the shed, I'd like to speak with them. Um, we got one email. Titmaster here. Happy Halloween. 
the Halloween costumes were awesome. Um, if you missed last week's episode, uh, <laughs> Dustin, Dustin was Pinhead. Um, Tony's uh, woman dressed up as Tony. Um, I played Justin, and Justin played me. Which it, it, There's a short video out there on it. It's freaking hilarious. Every time I'm yeah. watching, I'm cracking up. Um, so go out there and find that. Um, Tipmaster says my best costume would have been when I dress up like a vampire. Oh, Tipmaster is a vampire. She's sucking the blood. <laughs> uh, robotic umps. So what happens if there's a malfunction with this ump? Then what will they do? Techno- technology does fail from time to time and isn't always accurate. Wish they would leave sports alone when it comes to this stuff. Human error is a part of the game. I, un- I completely agree with that. Um, they are going to have a home plate umpire, from what I understand. Um, <coughs> but he's going to be given an earpiece that tells him if it's a ball or a strike. So I guess he's supposed to still like be the backup. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Wait. But, okay, so, so uh. speaking, speaking on that, in Game 2, there is a, um, a Twitter handle out there that rates umpires and their performances. Um, And in game two of the World Series, the umpire behind home plate had a 100% balls and strikes. Did not miss one. Yep. Um, So it can be done. We just need to get rid... Like, don't go to robots because you want to keep Angel Hernandez around. Right. Like, get rid of Angel Hernandez. We don't even fucking robots. Like, just fucking, if you can't call a ball and a strike, you're gone. Put, you know, you have to have a 89% or 93% or whatever um, efficiency. <clears throat> Could be higher than that. I don't care. Whatever. Make up a fucking number. Um, yeah. And if you don't. Like, you're on a probie, right? You're like, you're probation. And then if you fail to do it again, like, that's, the, now you're, like, on a final warning. Right? Yeah. And, and, and you can have, like, you're going to have a bad game. But, like, Angel Hernandez has a bad game every game he calls. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of like a three strikes, you're out. Right? You have three fucking really bad games within a, a range of numbers, right? Don't say... <coughs> and it could be easy. Like, just fucking make it, like, 93%. If you can't get within 93% of called balls and strikes... You should be upping in baseball. Right. In the major leagues. So, you're gonna miss some. Right? It yep. happens. But this this is... I don't want to see where Major League Baseball puts the ball on a tee... For these guys... And hit a hundred home runs a season. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, I find it hard to believe uh, that the individual told you they had sex for two hours. Somebody, I don't I, like. I don't know if somebody told me that personally. I know people who. 
brag I don't along brag there. about it, yeah. Like, um, wife brought up the two-hour thing to me, and I'm like, yeah, fucking somebody's bullshit. And she said the same thing. She's like, somebody's fucking bullshit. Um, I did a poll. So she did a poll with a few friends of... I did a poll with a few friends of mine over the weekend. 60% of women said, yes, they can get sex crazes. 40% said, no, they don't. But more women do than don't. Right. So that, and Justin was wanting to answer that question, but he's too busy, you know, luring kids to his house uh, with candy. Uh, <laughs> I also told them about the two-hour sex event, and they did not believe me. And few had, and had a few comments. Did he take something? That would be painful. <laughs> I would want to have a man that could go that long. That can't just be sex. They had to be. They had to be doing stuff. <laughs> Believe it at that. I don't fucking know. Like, um, it goes back to what we said last week. When does a when does a timer start for sex? Well, that's the thing. So, like, all right. So, if somebody goes, I can go for two hours. Do they think they can pump it for two fucking hours? Because I'd have a heart attack and die. I'd shrivel up and die. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I sure I could fucking lay in the bed naked for two hours. Like, oh, I touch a boob every 15 seconds or 15 <laughs> minutes. Like, I can fuck do that. Yeah. But, like, even even if you're fucking around for a while, right? Like, at some point, you're like, all right, I need to get this out of me. Yeah. It becomes painful. Get this demon out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, am I... St- Am I crazy saying that, Dustin? No. I mean, I, in a way, you know, it's all about making her happy for me. But in the end, it's like you, you just got to get it done at some point. Yeah. Like you can't. Like I, I'm sorry. Like there is nobody there that's going, you know, pumping for fucking two hours. No. There is no way. You know, I agree with Titmass's email. Either they're taking something and they. They had that four-hour erection that they're not supposed to have. (laughs) Still, like, who the fuck is it going to wear, like, be tired? You're going to be dehydrated. Your muscles are going to fall off. (laughs) You're going to be sore. A fucking marathon runner. Yeah, you're going to take off the whole next day of doing any activities because you're going to be passed out in your bed because you can't move. Your fucking dick's going to be raw. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that, that was the, the email. Um, Thank you, Tipmaster, for constantly emailing us. Right on. And all you listeners out there, you too can email us if you just sit down at your little phone and type in uh, backtalkus at gmail.com and send us your thoughts and questions because we would love to read them and answer them. Probably not truthfully. Probably not truthfully, but like we'll we'll answer that. We'll answer them. You just never know what's right and wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm like, yeah. You ask me a question, I'm just uh, fucked. I don't I'm just give you an answer. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear from anybody, though. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so send us a fucking email. Um, we do want to hear from you. You don't have if if emailing is too much for you, like you don't email. You know you could actually tweet us too. At We're on the back talk. We're on the Twitter machine. So tweet at us. You know, just go on there and say, you know, Justin, stop feeding the little kitties candy. Not getting anywhere with that. Just because you don't like strippers. Doesn't mean it's okay to go the other direction. We talked about part that of me wishes week. I live. Part of me wishes I'd live next to him or near him. I would actually go dressed up as a stripper to his house right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so where where do we want to go next here, um, Dustin? Because we got a couple things we want we need to talk about, and, and one is Jake Paul. Um, right. We want to get into a little bit of the. Uh, we got to talk about Sami Zayn and the Usos, and we got to talk about Uncle Howdy. I, I, let's stick with the wrestling things, since that's what we're here with right now, kind of yet. But the Sami Zayn and the Usos thing, honestly, Friday night, the Usi thing was probably the best thing I've ever heard. You're but, not Usi enough. <laughs> it is fantastic, and it's all Sami Zayn. This bloodline stuff now would have been dead a long time ago if yep. it wasn't for Sami Zayn. Honestly, watching each person in the ring when Sami Zayn said that, I mean, it's like, what is going on? I mean, watching all their faces, like, quiver up, cover their mouths, put their heads down. I mean, you, he got every Bloodline character to break character yeah. in a single word. <laughs> yeah, Usi. Lucy, <laughs> and then, and then, it, it, like if you follow, and he just keeps it going because if you follow him, yeah, on Twitter, he, he he said it on Twitter, like Jay needs to become more Usi. He just tweeted it out today. He's like, it, yeah. it's like, oh my god, like he is, he is the bloodline right now. Oh, because definitely. The only reason, and I, so I'm, I, I have to be honest, like I never bought into Roman. Okay? No. Ever. But again, this goes back to me being at the Rumble in Philadelphia. Yep. Right? Shoving Roman down our throats. Shoving Roman down our throats. <clears throat> and then I'm sitting there at the Royal Rumble that I spent a lot of money for, and they fucking put him over in the, in the Rumble. And not even the Rock could save him. And the whole place wanted to riot. I can't get behind Roman. No. Never had. Not so, the same way. So, it, the only reason I'm watching and tuning in to see what's going on with Roman Reigns right now and the bloodline is Sami Zayn. I'm with you 110% on that. Because oh, other, geez, than that, other than that, um, Roman is just another Brock Lesnar, a non-wrestling um, champion. Yep. And look at his match coming up this week. Now, I don't, I, like, that one's going to piss me off. It already pisses me off that, that oh, yeah. Paul's in this fucking match. But did you see the latest? I don't know if I have. I've seen some stuff, but I don't know if what I'm thinking is what you're thinking. So, 
Uh, Paul Heyman said that he had screws in his hand for breaking his hand younger or something like that. Okay, yep. So the, the, they now have sent out an x-ray photo of a hand with screws in it and saying that's the hand that can deliver the one punch. The one lucky punch. I swear to shit, Dustin. <laughs> they put the fucking belt on Logan fucking Paul. I'm going to find his ass. I'm going to find his brother's ass. I'm going to tie him up and I'm going to fucking super kick him as a shoot. Both of them. I hope it doesn't happen either. Because I think I don't think it'll happen either. Just because I think they got bigger plans for what this bloodline thing is going on. And if they give the if they if Roman drops titles to Logan, I mean, what else is there left for the bloodline? I mean, there's really not much else there. The only way that it would actually work is like if The Rock would show up there and challenge Ro or do something. You know, that I shouldn't say work. That's the only way that I would understanding it happen, and I don't see it happening at that pay per view at that venue. I just don't. First of all, it's a pay per view that half the people don't even watch live. Right during the day on a Saturday. So, I, I don't think it, but I swear to you, because you've got so many people on that roster that Logan Paul doesn't belong on the fucking roster to begin with. No. It, it goes did, back to what you were put, saying about Where Vegas. did he put his dues in? When was he in NXT? When, like, uh, never. How many matches has he had? One? Yeah, it it blows my fucking mind. And if they put a belt on him, it's David Arquette over all over again. If they uh, if they would ever split the belts, which I think they need to do, kind of maybe a different world there. But I still wouldn't, wouldn't put a belt on Logan Paul at this moment in his life or in his career. Second, third match of his career, and he gets the belt. No. I mean, how does that work? Uh, it, it just. The only way it works, the only way it works, is he holds the belt for about five minutes, and Austin Theory comes down and catches in. Yeah, that that would be the only way it would actually work out. And honestly, I think if Logan Paul does win, I think Theory cashes in. But well, here's the thing I think about Theory. But we'll break, talk talk about Theory for just a moment. A brief moment. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I, I don't like him. I think he's terrible. Well. Um, he was McMahon's puppy, and I don't think Triple H likes him. No, I... He's pretty I read, much burying him. Yep. He's losing matches kind of consistently, and... Um, I think... I think they're going to hold off. I've read some stuff, and I've been thinking this for a little bit. You know, they have a year to cash us in since the last Money in the Bank pay-per-view. What if he holds? What if they hold on to it till that night, and then right after he cashes it in, it's like a year later. It's after that fact, and then they say he can't cash in. I think that's how they're going to end that story. That's just what I feel, and that's what I've kind of read, um, which would be stupid. But I still think they're going to eventually make it to where Theory puts the just, briefcase on the line against him. somebody. They yep. just take it off him. They did it to um, Otis. Yeah, that's what I mean. They'll have a match for it, and that person yeah, would win it. They took it. They they, they went. Yeah, Otis is the right guy, and they took it off him. 
So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, that's kind of down the line. I still think there's something going on with that, but I don't think Theory would be a good champion either. He's not a face of WWE, in my opinion. He's not. Like you said, he was Vince's puppy dog. Pretty boy. Whatever you want to call him. So, um, let's, let's shift from Theory, who's garbage, to probably the hottest thing in WWE right now. Bray Wyatt. Let's start getting the theories going, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of them. There is. So, tell me your theory, Dustin. Who is behind Uncle Howdy? I don't know who is behind the mask. I still feel it's brave for playing a character, but if I'm going to say somebody, um, I would have to say it's Bo Dallas behind the mask. But there's so many tall tales theories there that it could be Wyndham behind, you know, um, what is it, Bray's uncle, Bill Wyndham? Is that his name, Bill? Mm-hmm. There. But, like, in on Friday night, if you look at the, the face of Uncle Howdy, you had the cross earrings. That could be Bo Dallas. But didn't Bray the have the same earring on? Yep. That's what I mean. I think it's Bray behind the mask. I think it's Bray playing the character, kind of like the Fiend. It's Bray's voice. It is. So the Wyndham Six. The the Wyndham The pause was my wife dressed up in a... I don't know what the fuck she is. (laughs) She waved. I waved. (laughs) Anyway, they're leaving. They're going to Trump Street. Um, The Wyndham Six to me, is going to be six characters of Bray Wyatt he's fighting yeah. in himself. Now, how fighting. you portray that in the ring, I don't know. That's yet to be seen. The only other thing eventually I eventually get... he has to get in the ring. Yeah. Technically, there's going to be eventually there's going to be a match, and I don't know how they're going to do this. But the other theory that I saw and I read this, and I didn't recognize it till it's out there. But if you look at Uncle Howdy's eye, got that eye kind of like Malik or Mal- Black, Alistair Black. And still I know he's still under contract. With he's still AEW. under contract. No, and I agree. But that's why all these theories are coming out. I mean, and they're still popping up QR codes, but I can't. I I can never get them to work. I don't know if you've tried or not. So it's difficult, okay? Very difficult. They go so fast, you have to rewind and fast yep. and try to pause at the exact time that it's on. And it's only like a frame or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why I just tried to search the internet and what the fuck the, the QR codes. Yeah, but ever and since I don't... the Ever since Extreme Rules, I haven't looked at any QR codes. No, me either. So um, I'm just I'm enjoying the story for what it is now. Um, and there's not a whole lot of chatter or talk out there about the new QR codes anyway. Um, it's kind of, I think people were into it because they were waiting for it to be Bray, wanting it to be Bray. They, they were going they down the rabbit want. hole. They got what they want and they don't care about the QR codes anymore because we're going to see them in the ring. Yep. That's my opinion. Uh, I, 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 I think it still goes back with all those 
teasers back then. I think like the Joey Gase and all these other things were just teasers for characters, but I don't think they're going to go that route. I mean, you got Corbin now with his new character, the God of Wrestling or whatever JBL's calling him. You know, so I mean, I think Corbin's out. I think it was just stuff just to get people talking and get people more intrigued and to get more people to tune into SmackDown to see what's coming next. Or maybe these are people he's going after. That too. Could be easily that too. And so, but obviously with um, uh, Bianca being one of them, right, with Belair, um, he, one of the six would have to be a woman. Yeah. That's why, in a way, I kind of feel like Liv Morgan's there too because she's starting to show that dark side, that mm-hmm. smile she keeps portraying every week. It's like, okay, What's going on here? Or is there, could there be two women? You just don't know. Yeah. Um, it's playing out too slow for me at this point. Yep. I, um, I'm with you 110% on that. I because we're getting the same happen. promo every week now. Basically. Yep. We're getting a promo you're, with Bray in the ring and then Uncle Howdy showing up on the screen. But so, you're getting a different version of Uncle Howdy about every week. Yeah. But it's like more it's, definitive. It's a little. It, but it's, it's slow. You get five to ten minutes at the end of SmackDown or at some point during the show or in the middle. And it's like, okay, I watched this whole episode waiting for this, and this is what I got for the same time again, same thing again. Yeah, and, and so uh, if they're going to play it slow like this, I, I'd like to see it on both episodes, both Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and not yeah. not just once a week. Um Again, I think it's a it's a ratings thing. We're trying to boost SmackDown. We're doing everything we can to boost SmackDown right now, um, which is why Roman's on SmackDown. Um, yep. That you know, Raw is almost your secondary show now. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. It's just too slow for me. Uh, I hope it picks up. I think Uncle Howdy. I think Man Behind the Mask is Bray. Um, I don't. I don't, I'm not buying this Bo earring thing. I think Bo Dallas is going to be involved somehow. Um, I think they're just putting Easter eggs out there to keep, keep people talking, and I it's just something to keep going. But are people talking like they were talking before? No. You got you have your certain areas that are like you. Know, you have your Facebook pages, and you know so your. Are bigger... they going too slow with it? And losing people's interest. I think so. I think so. I'm losing interest in it, and I was uh, pretty big on it right away. You know, I mean, once it started happening, it's like, okay, what's going on here? You know, this is something they need to do more is what we all were saying. But if they go slow with it after, the re- after he comes back, is this something fans are going to buy into later when they do this with somebody else? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. I th- they need to speed it up. I don't know how they speed it up. I mean, it's... It's so it's, slow now. It, it, like, somebody or something's got to come down, and two things have to be in the ring. So, like, At in my point. opinion, in my opinion, what the, if... To speed it up, I think it would help. Like, right away, I was kind of thinking that they would do, like, you know, Bray coming down. Like, the first week, him just talking and having that quick thing, that was kind of cool, and then maybe start branching in. But if they're going to do this Wyatt 6 or Wyndham 6, whatever they want to call it, you know, I was hoping they would just slowly reveal the faction if they were really going to do other people. Yeah. Like, 
first week Abby the Witch comes down and it's Alexa, just saying. I, I don't really care who it would be. And then you got the buzzard coming down and it's Corbin. You know, every week do something like that leading up to Survivor Series for a match against the Bloodline, to me it would be cool. But it's too slow for that to happen and that's not what they're going. going. That's what I was hoping for because to me that would have been slow but it would have kept me intrigued. Now it's just Uncle Howdy coming on there interrupting him and being like, oh, hi, we killed the world. It's almost, <laughs> the, yeah, it's almost the same promo, right? Like, yeah. Like, like I said, so he comes out and he's, you called me. Like, if they're going in a direction of, you wouldn't leave me alone, you kept trying to bring me back, you kept, and the, and the direction is he's not actually talking to the fan base. And he's yep. talking to somebody like Uncle Howdy, right? We need to advance on that. Yep, we need to go. Yep. We can't just be, you know, continue at like, oh, I'm here to do bad things. Now his thing is I'm here to do bad things. With the way this is going, I feel this is going to go all the way out to WrestleMania, and that's way too long for this to keep going. It's fucking April. April, yeah. But I have a feeling that's where it's ending. And I are where he's going to have his first match back, actual match back. And I just, I, you're going to lose it. it, He's going to lose that thunder that he has right now. And I mean, like I said, I was hoping it would end up being survivor series would be his first match and actually have this Wyatt six versus bloodline, whatever. I mean, you could, you, you could, in my opinion, this furthest you could stretch it would be rumble. That's the furthest I think they can, and that's to me that's still too long. But yeah, but I I, I don't know. It's um, let's let's hope that they advance the storyline somewhere. Give us something because it's now it's become boring. Give us something extra this week on SmackDown, please, and thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's switch gears off to WWE for a moment and 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 quickly touch on AEW because there's a lot of stories. Coming out on AEW and not good ones. We're not talking about in-ring. We're not talking about the performers. We're talking about the company here. Uh, the Young Bucks, Omega, um, Hangman's already back. Uh, but there's the Elite is supposed to be coming back. They did a, a short uh, promo thing on AEW last week. Uh, where they, it was like more like a commercial. They weren't actually there. Um, so they're coming back. And then you, on the other hand, you have the news of Punk. And the news on Punk, if you haven't heard, is that they are in talks of buying out, AEW's in talks of, with Punk on buying out the rest of his contract. Apparently there's a bunch of people in the locker room who say they won't work with him. First of all, who runs the fucking show? Dustin, if you're on my show, and I said, you're going to go work with CM Punk, and you told me I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you you're fucking fired. Yep. Oh, I hear you there. Or I'm going to suspend you for insubordination, because if I can suspend you, that hurts you worse than firing Yeah. Because if if they sit at home, you can extend their contracts. Right, because they're not 
obligated or not doing their contract. You extend it a longer period of time, yeah. Correct. So if you told me that I'm not going to fucking work with him, I'm going to tell you we didn't go the fuck home. Until you want to tell you want to wrestle CM Punk, you're going home. So this whole shit started because nobody was in charge. The right. children ran the asylum. Pretty much. But then you have Jericho coming out and saying, "Punk's a cancer." Apparently, he went to CM Punk after the media scrum before. The young bucks stormed the locker room and told Punk he's a cancer. And that he shouldn't have done what he did. Jericho's a veteran of the... Industry. Uh, yeah, and so is... Are his words stronger than these, these guys who apparently act like fucking children? But they're saying the same thing. See, I think like with us, we only know CM Punk as the wrestler. You know, maybe he is a hard person to work with. We don't know. But, I mean, I guess if I'm a upcoming superstar and I get asked to go work with, with CM Punk in a match or a storyline, I'd be all for it by knowing what he is now. I don't know what he is like a person or, you know. But that's going to help put me over in a, a feud with CM Punk. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong thinking that, but... I mean, it'd be like if you're going in the ring, into If a, you're in a program, and I'm not just talking about a one-off match. I'm talking about if you're in a program with Punk, you, right. you are going to become a bigger name. Your name's going to become bigger. And then if he puts you over by letting you, or, you know, not shouldn't say letting you, but a storyline puts you over by beating him, your career takes off. Even if you lose to him, your career is like, hey, you had a good match with CM Punk. It was a clean match. Or you lost stupidly, whatever. But to me, that helps put, put you over as a, a wrestler. I'm, I mean, I'd like, and, and, I don't know. So, so all you got to do is go into the ring, wrestle with a guy who I think is a very safe worker. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, be a, he, maybe he's an asshole. Right, but you don't have to fucking do anything other than go out and put on a show with them. Yeah, Nobody said you had to go it. to dinner with them and have drinks and you know yeah. room together in a hotel, or ride together on the road. You have to go out for fifteen fucking minutes, put, and on, put a, on a show, and probably yeah. maybe an hour or two about talking about what you're gonna do. Yep, I am with you. I that. And to sit I there as a younger guy and be like, all right, punk, what do you want to do? Because letting him just dictate what you want to do in the ring is going to be so much better than you probably can put together as a younger superstar. Yep. You're going to learn from an experienced wrestler. Like, how pretentious are these fuckers to be like, I'm not going to work with them? The only one okay. I can trust their word on is Jericho. Right, and that's just because he's, in my opinion, above punk in wrestling because of what he's all done. But I, I, I don't see their point in it. I mean, like I said, it's got to be how, how he is to them outside the ring. But like you said, 15-minute match. That's all you got to do with him. Yeah. I mean, most matches are, they're designed, you know, they're played out. But most matches don't go out the way they're played out. They're played out in the ring with what happens in the ring. Yeah, you usually have a start, 
high spots that you want to hit yep. and a finish. Yep. And you work to get to those points. I mean, I just, I don't see their problem with working with Punk. I mean, I wouldn't a heartbeat. I know I have a broken record saying that, but I mean, I feel he, like you said, he's a safe worker. He's going to put you, you know, he's going to try to put you over. Even if you don't beat him, he's going to try to make you look better than what you are right now. You know, he's going to advance you. To me, I don't think I've ever seen him bury a superstar. At least in my eyes, I don't think he's ever buried anybody. Not like the cases like with John Cena or some of these other superstars that buried, you know, people by just beating them. And I'm not saying John Cena is a bad wrestler. I'm just saying, I mean, some of the storylines that he's buried, you know, some of these, like John Cena, some of these bigger superstars have buried upcoming talent. They haven't put them over. Right. You know. And that was whole, Punk's whole idea coming back is to help bring Mold up. It. Mold it. Bring up some of these new newer superstars, right? And, and so, which is so, what Jericho's doing, right? And a lot of people don't like what Jericho's doing. What Jericho's doing right now is some of the best shit he's done in his entire career. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's he is got working his, with everybody. It's yep. not like, and he's losing a lot of fucking matches, mm-hmm. right? Now he's the Ring of Honor championship champion, but he is bringing a whole new breed of people to know the history of Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, how many just more like, people are going to check out Ring of Honor just because of this? T- uh, tomorrow night, right? He's going to face AX Ring of Honor champion. Yep. Do you know how many X Ring of Honor champions there are that are great wrestlers right now? Probably not too many. It could be anybody. What if forbidden doors open? What if? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name out there. Kevin Steen. A lot of people know him as Kevin Owens. Yep. Seth Rollins, who wrestled under another name in Ring of Honor. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. See, I don't know a lot about Ring of Honor, so. These people have been Ring of Honor champions. So there's a lot of history there. We don't know who his opponent is tomorrow night. It's an ex-Ring of Honor champion. Could be anybody. (laughs) And what they're doing is he's, he's... his storyline is he's shitting on Ring of Honor. Okay? He's going against the Code of Honor, you know, where the handshake before the match. Um, you know, just shitting over, shitting all over their history. What, what he's doing is he's beating all these Ring of Honor peep currents and Ring of Honor past. And what you're going to have at the culmination of this is somebody, don't know who this is yet, because I think this is going to go on for a while. Right. Somebody's going to be the hero to come back and save Ring of Honor from Chris Jericho. I can see that. It's a good storyline if that's how it plays out. I mean, he is shitting on him. He's taken their their ring announcer and beat them up. He's taken like their old, you know, old past champion, seventy year old man, and pile drive him. You know, like. <clears throat> so th- this is Jericho pissing and shitting all over Ring of Honor, and somebody's going to show up to save Ring of Honor from Chris Jericho. 
So, and you've, you've probably followed Ring of Honor a little more than I have. You know some past champions. Who would be your past champion to beat him? In your, who would you want? If you could name. Doesn't matter where they're at now, but who would you want as a past champion of Ring of Honor? You know, some of the best champions were... Um, Seth, Seth was one of the best champions. Punk was one of the best champions. Although it was later in the Ring of Honor days, Cody Rhodes, uh, another mm-hmm. another past Ring of Honor champion. Uh, that wasn't that goes way back. But somebody like Jay Lethal can right. come and and do the whole babyface turn. Right now he's, you know, really kind of nowhere to be found um, in, in bad storylines. Uh, Samoa Joe. Um, there's just a so lot what of, you're what you're saying the door's wide open. <laughs> yeah. It's who who is that who's that key ingredient? Um and then there's a lot of ring honor champions you've never heard of. Right? Right. Um, so it's a and, and what they're doing is they're also rebuilding Ring of Honor. Yep. Ring of Honor folded. Tony Khan bought it. Um it's not a thing really right now. I guess they put on a couple pay-per-views here and there. Um, but that's just Tony Khan putting on another show. But I think this is to build Ring of Honor back to a brand. And then we're going to have another wrestling program to watch. Right. Um, like you said, they're trying to build it back up, trying to fix it to where it was back in the day. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just have to see. But... <coughs> Reason I brought It'd be up fun to watch it play out. Jericho is because of what he said about Punk, but on the other end of the Punk's yeah. thing is the Young Bucks and Omega, and them returning soon, if not this week, very soon, right? If people are saying stuff about Punk and AEW is trying to buy out their contract, why are these guys still employed? They're fucking officers of the company. And I said this after yep. after the whole thing went down. I don't give a shit who threw a punch first. I don't. There's not been any charges brought. Um, so the latest story that seems to be the best direction of how it went down is the Bucks kicked in the door to Punk's locker room and Punk threw the first punch. However, under the law, Punk was in the right to be able to defend himself based on the entry to the Correct. Punk's dog was also injured. Didn't know that one. So when they kicked in the door, apparently the dog was close to the door. The door hit the dog and knocked some of the dog's teeth out. Wow. I, don't I never knew that hit part somebody of too. There's more and more coming out almost every day now on this because right. of stuff that's going on. But to be that aggressive as officers of the fucking company It's not right. 
We're going to bring them back. And I hope everybody just boos the fucking shit out of them and not in a in a heat type of way. I'm talking real heat to where yeah. it's... We don't want to fucking see your faces. Yo, to me, like, if I was in that work environment, I'd, I'd be like, am I safe to be here? You know, and what's what's going to happen if I say something wrong, I guess is what I'm trying to say there, is am I the next one to get my door beat in and beat the crap out of, you know, fighting in a locker room? Yeah. If I don't want, like what's going on, these guys are going to come, you know, team up on me three on one. Yep. Um, I, you know, if it's yeah, a storyline thing, different world. But when it's real life things, like something that happened, that's a whole different world. And that's what happened there. It was a real world. Yeah. So, yeah, this wasn't a storyline. This is this was a real this fight. This is real world. Yep. And this is officers of the fucking company. And if Tony Khan is dumb enough to keep them on as officers of the company... And employable, then Tony Khan will hopefully get what he deserves. Yeah. In a lawsuit or whatever. Oh, with you 110% on that. Yo, I mean, it's like in real life, real life stuff too. I mean, if, you know, if that would happen in real life, like at your own job or, you know, something like that, your executive came down and beat the crap out of you, it. You wouldn't need to win the Powerball anymore. No, no. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So let's let's take it from a real fight, and let's talk about a fake fight that a happened. Fake fight again. Jake fucking Paul has a fight boxing match with Anderson Silva. Who, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Anderson Silva. He is an ex-fake MMA champion. Um, UFC champion. Fake UFC champion. They're all fucking fake. Remember this. Because if you don't believe me now, the footage is there. Okay. Um, I think there must have been some sort of miscommunication going on there between him and his teammates. What the fuck was that? What? Somebody came in and started randomly talking about something. It wasn't. About, I thought you were playing something. About, yeah, about their teammate. Uh, it fucking Lou is uh, done, I guess. He could turn me into a human, but he just screamed and threw his wand at me. No way. A simple no <laughs> would have sufficed, kid. Well, well thanks for interrupting. Um, we'll mute him now. Um, so, Jake Paul fight with, with Anderson Silva. First of all, they, they touted this as a sellout. There are pictures that the, the fucking arena is empty. The arena really? is empty. Okay. Um, Anderson, Jake Paul is like 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And... Anderson Silva is 47 years old. Yep. Jake Paul, you're beating up Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, what the fuck 
<laughs> and, and like, oh, oh, I'm six and oh in boxing matches. First of all, watch watch some of the highlights from this. Motherfucker can't throw a punch to save his fucking life. He's like jumping and throwing punches. His hook, his hook comes from fucking the stands. It's not even in left field or right field. It's in the stands. Mm-hmm. It comes all the way. Like, dude, if you were throwing that fucking hook at me, you'd be like on the fucking canvas. Right. Especially against anybody who could fight. Anderson Silva, hello. Like, I know you're not a boxer, but, like, you know how to fucking punch people. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, Jake Paul does win this fight. He doesn't knock out Silva. No. He uh, wins by decision. However, in the eighth round, he knocks Silva down with a phantom punch. And if you don't believe me, the footage is fucking it. What the fuck is going on? They're all... We're getting visitors. <laughs> they must They must be done fondling little children and getting them to come come over so they can fondle them with giving them candy. Um, well, it's slow here, so that's why I figured I'd hop on real quick. Oh, oh well... <laughs> yes, hey. Keep trying to entice children to your house with candy, okay? Um... <laughs> That's what Skelly's for. Exactly. So, watch the footage. It's out there. This punch that Jake Paul throws misses Anderson's Anderson Silva's nose by about an inch. He throws it right in front of his face, misses his nose by an inch. It's a hook. So it comes sweeping across his face, misses him completely, and Silva goes down. Will Smith, Chris Rock, all over again. I'm gonna look at it now <laughs> uh, on these, YouTube. Uh, 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 Justin, I sent you the link. It's in the chat. Oh. Um, oh. So, <laughs> flat out. I mean, you tell me. Tell me. I keep telling people this shit's rigged. It's fucking fake. There is no co- combat sport that is real. It is all fucking fake. And Jake Paul, you're a fucking joke. Because even if you were fighting for real, you're fighting you like old it. fucking men. Mm-hmm. So, Dustin, what's your what's your take on all this? Dude, I I was not even intrigued in the match. Nor will I would I would I ever be just because I know it's going to be this bull crap dance around the ring, act like you know what you're doing thing. But when you start throwing fake punches and guys go down, it's it's just not right. Like I said, I thought about the Will Smith Chris Rock thing all over again. I mean, these gimmick matches that they're trying to pull to keep boxing relevant just ain't happening for very many people. Boxing is not what it used to be back in the days with Mike Tyson and Holyfield and all this. And it's just not fun to watch. And UFC is so, getting to the point where it's not fun to watch either because they're not fighting like they used to. Even if it was real back in the day, okay, with the concussions, with yep. the injuries, with the things of that sort, it people... If you want to watch it for entertainment value and entertainment value only, 
like wrestling, then have at it if you enjoy it. Right. But don't be betting on these fucking things. Don't like. Don't think that you know. They're these guys are fucking out there socking the shit out of each other because they're fucking not. It's fucking fake. Yeah. So there, he's got Justin has it up right there. Uh, the the there, the sweeping. There's punch. a punch. There's a punch that goes that would send him in the other direction, but he falls down from the fake one. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm just he wondering a, if that was he enough. He gets to a clean little short jab, like a, a pushing jab. It's not even a jab, right? It's a pushing he, jab. He, he I'm pushing puts, you out of the way. That's the first one. He throws a left-handed I, jab, which which, yeah. which is a push. It's not even a, a punch. Like a punch follows okay. through. He lands it on him and pushes his face. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like he's he's swinging that hard. And then he comes through with the hook. And completely misses him. And Silva goes down on a reaction from the hook. Yep. So he swings yeah, with his right Yeah, he's going in that hook. direction. So the right hook, if landed, Silva would then fall to his right because of the direction the punch is coming from. So that is a telegraph then, that first one. Which he does. <clears throat> right? That first one was like, we're about to do this. Yeah, yeah. I think the first one's pushing his head back. Hey, this is where I need you to be for my for my. For yeah, my, uh, yeah. Back. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, it could look bad in any direction. It could look like he's got a late reaction to that first punch, if it, if there was more to it than that, or it could be like what you said. He's like, it's a setup. Like here it comes. Here comes the stunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's more interesting than the fucking whole match itself. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, watch well, it. Don't watch and so it. who there, there was other so this is like celebrity boxing all over again, right? Like because during on this card you had an ex, there was an ex football player or something on the card too. Um, I think it was a football player. I wasn't that interested to know. And the only reason I even really knew when the fight was for Jake Paul is because I keep fucking... I, I do follow him on Twitter so that I can fucking roast his ass. Um, but that's it. So he won't... And here's the thing. So I guess if he's just into fighting old men, I'm too I'm too young for him to fight. Nuh-uh. No, Tony, don't say that. I mean, no, Andy, don't say that. Tony I am. I, 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 I'm, I'm too young. You want to answer the call, right? So uh, I'm not 47 yet, right? <laughs> I'm still a couple years. Le'Veon Bell fought in that, in that card. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Le'Veon I'm Bell. looking at the card. I'm looking for it. I'm like, really? He lost. Yeah. <laughs> so it's celebrity boxing. Um, well, see, so, you bring that up, Andy. I mean, in a way, I would rather watch celebrity deathmatch than watch this stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like the play. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. It's fucking fake. It's rigged. There's mm-hmm. a predicted outcome. So, and they have people betting on this shit. So that you know, you brought you know, you're talking about the betting there. So, do you think the betting portrays who wins and who loses? So, mm-hmm. if you were gonna bet on that fight, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva, if you were out of you three, who would you have put your money on? Who would you have put the money on that, to win that fight? All right, I, 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 I'm going to tell you who, and I'm going to give you an explanation. That's okay? what I'm hoping for here. I would have put my money on Jake Paul. Why? It's a bigger storyline. 
than him getting beat up by an ex-professional fighter. Yep. And they had a bet on the line. Him and Silva had a bet on the line. And that bet was twofold, okay? If if Silva won the match, they would have had... um, Jake Paul would have fought him in a kickboxing match, which that would have been the death of Jake Paul. Okay. Um, If Paul won, Anderson Silva has to team up with him to form a fighter's alliance or union to fight for fighters to get more pay, health insurance, things of that sort. So which one benefits more money-wise? I agree with you, Andy. Yeah, definitely. I just wish this fucker was more of a heel. Like, you, I'd rather him be losing. Because it'd be much more fun to see him get beat. So, now him and Silver are going are, are gonna to form this alliance union. or union for, for fighters to... So fighters can now get more money. Well, well, what does unions do? Take money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked up the odds and going into the fight. This is off of Caesars. Paul was the 240 favorite. And Silva was getting plus 200 as the underdog. <coughs> mm-hmm. Well, fuck, just age alone. Should have been favored. Right. But, I mean, it comes down to the point where you're going to bet on, you know, do they, do they play out the fight on how the betting odds are so the casino can make money as well? It's a slippery slope because then you're going to start. You're going to have to start going down that that slope with other sports. Well, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other sports. You seen some phantom calls in the NFL? Look at, like I look. I look in the NFL and my. I know I'm kind of going off tangent here, but the one play that I'll never forget is the pass. The pass interference play in New Orleans. The defensive yeah. pass interference when he decked the guy. How do you not call that? That's not to get it where we could challenge. That's not where we can, can get to challenge pass interference penalties. There was money on the line, and they weren't they did, they weren't going to call it. And, and it's happened in the NBA. There was refs yes. that were purposefully calling games so that the outcome of the game would be within a certain point range. Right, and you know. It's always going to be in sports. I don't think there's any way around it. It's They're going to find a way to do it and all that. I mean, I hope that's not what they're doing because that just takes the fun out of it. But to me, it's not fun watching these celebrity mat- matches that shouldn't be happening. No. And so until Jake Paul fights somebody who calls him out, hello, Jake, fucking step in the ring, you fucking pussy. Show me it's not fake. Seriously. Step in the ring with somebody. Fucking punch me in the face and show me it's not fake. Andy, if this if this fight does go on, you got to get more tattoos by the time it's like show up. You know. Oh, is that like the thing you have to have tattoos to fight? 
Yeah, well, he has a ton of them. Like, it just looks like... Well, it'd be the twos versus so many the decisions. I don't have any. So, is it true? <laughs> is it true that he called out Nate Diaz after this fight? Nate Diaz showed up in his locker room, and that was a planned thing prior to the fight because there was talk prior to the fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, are you intrigued in that match? No. Who are you betting on in that match, if you would bet? If it was a real fight? Nate Diaz. <laughs> Nate Diaz is fucking crazy motherfucker. Kick his ass. But, <laughs> like, if it was a real fight. But it's not. So I, like, It's not. I don't know. I <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't... I mean, I don't know what they're charging for these pay-per-views, but I don't know why people want to watch it. I don't. Watch pro wrestling. At least it has a fucking story. At least you know where it's, you have an ending in, down the line, not just, oh, we'll go eight rounds. I'll phantom punch you. I'll win by and, unanimous and, and there's a story <laughs> to it. Not to mention, like, you know, what they've been doing with White Rabbit and shit. I mean, that's interesting. You know, the yeah, and dagger stuff. That's I, fun. Like, like Jake Paul's just not smart enough to come up with something like that. No, no. But all, but all the while, those people are so cocky. Like they think they're all this stuff. <clears throat> that's what I don't like about him. You know, I mean, a ton. But that's just one of the main things that I get off him, like, um, like an arrogance or something. <clears throat> and this is the weekends of the bro uh, of the of the Paul boys, right? So last week, this weekend, yep. this past weekend, we had fucking. Jake in the spotlight. Next weekend, we've got Logan in the spotlight with his wrestling match with Roman Reigns. I mean, and what have they fucking done? Again, you guys were fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. So they made YouTube. They made YouTube videos for children. Make yep. make somebody else fucking something. Yeah. Right. Stop being a pussy. Seriously. Show yeah, it's me it's like not give back fucking, to the community. Just show me it's not. Just just show me it's not fucking fake. Right. And no, I guarantee, Andy, I guarantee if it's not fake, because here's the thing: don't let me in on the joke. Just don't let me in on the joke, because I will whoop your fucking ass. <laughs> you think I'm gonna pull my punches? No. Don't let me in on the joke. I'll fucking hit you right square in the fucking jaw, and I'll get disqualified after I kick you in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like Butch from uh, Pulp Fiction. You're like, yeah, I'll go along with it. And then you're still going to kill the guy in the ring. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'd shoot on him anyway. I'd have a street fight for him right, right in the fucking right, right. ring. Like, I don't give a shit. It's rigged. It's fake. It's whatever. And you let me in on the fucking joke. Still going to have a street fight with him. Still going to punch him in the fucking jaw. That's, that's fucking high art, man. I live to see that. So, anybody out there wants to see this fucking, you know, me kick the shit out of Jake Paul <laughs> and actually punch him rather than phantom punching him, tweet at you know, Jake, we... <laughs> tweet at us. Like, get it up, right? Like, everybody let you, you know, we were going <laughs> to take him on one-on-one. Maybe we should just do a tag team match. Maybe, they, maybe they'll be intrigued with a tag team match. Oh, that's fucking oh. cool. Yeah, good old fashioned tag team match. And and if they need to, because one's a wrestler and one's a one's a, a wrestler that's an actual show, right? An actual entertainment show, and we we know that. And the other one's a fake boxer. Like, 
When I tag in, we have a boxing match. When Dustin tags in, they have a wrestling match. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. Works for me. Like, just don't be a like. I, I see you out there, Jake, tweeting at all your buddies and oh, we're gonna fight this guy next. Who should I fight next? All these old fucking men. You have a list of old fucking men that are names, right? And all they're doing is building your name more. Take somebody without a name and see what you can fuck do with that. Be be the yeah. be, be that person, right? It's almost like he has. It's almost like he has a list of like high school type teachers he always hated. What's <laughs> <laughs> not that? It's like, oh, I fought Anderson Silva. He was my hero growing up. Okay, yep. well, if it helps, Jake, you're my fucking hero. I want to punch you in the throat! You're my hero growing up. You're younger than me, but we're fine. Talk shit on Drake. Like, come on. I mean, they listen to fucking Drake, guys. Be that fucking guy. Stop trying to ride the coattails of somebody else who made a name now that you have a name, right? Yeah. Bring somebody to your level. Bring it up. Be like MC, be like MC Hammer, man. You know, build your nice white castle above the slum so we can all look up at it. You know, yeah. and wish. If you don't want me to kick you in the nuts, I won't kick you that hard. Yeah. New challenge. New challenge, Andy. Try to break try to break your glasses. Prove it's real. Yeah. Me? <laughs> Do it now? Yeah. You're no 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 no. In the fight, you're going to be Andy Shades as well. And, uh, you know, the point is, like, prove it's real. Actually connect with your face. Break the glasses. Oh, um, have you guys heard of, of course you have, Buffalo Jim? Yeah? No. Tony's shaking his head, yes. Tony, what do you know about him? Where's that Buffalo Bob? The one that was in Indiana. Buffalo Jim is Las Vegas guy who uh, oh, started no. up his own wrestling thing. You guys all know about him? No. Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah, he's like a... Seems like if he was still alive, it, it'd be somebody we'd be talking about or somebody that would like the show. But um, I just watched an Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, he was found in like a hotel room, and they can't figure out what happened. Oh, it's so, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, so... There is, maybe it's the same same one. I, d- I don't re- recognize the name, but there's a Dark Side of the Ring um, episode about uh, a guy who was killed in a hotel room, too. Dark Side of the Ring, great show. If you want to you wanna watch that, go on Vice. Uh, go to Vice On Demand. Just tell your Comcast remote, go Vice On Demand, right? Um, and look up Dark Side of the Ring. It's all the... Bad shit that has happened in wrestling. Okay, hmm. one of the best episodes. Pl- one of the best episodes, playing right from hell, right? Talk about you know how drunk they got, fucked up they got, fucking with the stewardesses, and how Ric Flair was um, was naked and apparently he's got a big wang, so he plays helicopter with his wang. Um, yeah, so that's. That's a good one. I wonder what noise okay. I wonder what noise he would make while he did that. <laughs> Bad time to come back. <laughs> no, woo! I wonder what noise he made when he did that. Um, anyway, Talk about so, Ric Flair waving his big weenie. 
Yeah, like a helicopter on the play ride from hell. And I was looking for woo. Woo! Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, Dustin, did you hear while you we were gone? I brought up Buffalo Jim Barrier. Have you heard of him? Nope. Huh. Yeah, um, you mentioned um, he's in that series you watched, right? That's a series or an episode, Andy. He's a... Anyway, there's a um, Unsolved Mysteries. It's on Netflix. They updated it, so... There's yeah, Dark, Dark Side of the Ring. I'll have, to, I'll have to look up that episode of Dark Side of the Ring and figure out who that was uh, they talked about. But there was also... Dino Bravo was also murdered by, apparently, the mob. Um, that's a story on there. Um, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of big uh, wrestling moments, anyway. Um, bad, bad shit that has happened. Yeah. Oh, and you guys brought up NBA scandals. There was a referee... Tim Donaghy yes. from '94 yeah. to '07. Yeah, that's who he's, that was. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the ref. And there's a documentary on Netflix about that. Uh, yeah, what's that called? I was trying to think of that. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I've yeah, watched I don't it. remember what's called. It, but it, yeah, um, so and, and he's on there admitting to what he did. I mean, you know. Fuck. At least at least you got somebody that could fucking admit it. I think it's called Operation Flagrant Foul. Maybe. Uh, but it's part of a, so this a is, mini it's part of a mini series. Um, yeah. And the thing I mentioned, um, if you guys want to look it up, it's Buffalo Bill uh, on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. It's still a good series to watch even if it's not that episode. I like that they like took that old show and made it new. So Yeah, I I like the older show of it. I haven't really watched any of the newer stuff. Yeah, it's got the same feel. I mean, obviously Robert Stack died, um, but you know, yeah, you're really missing the host part, which which I like because that dude was just like, you, you know, got you in the mood for like, right? It was the voice mysteries. that got you going, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple of recommendations there, I guess, for the people listening. That's and watching tripping me out, Tony. I don't do that. Talk, talking pumpkins are not a real thing. Oh, <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> What? That's that is a, cool. That's a headless horseman's head. <laughs> that is cool. What'd that set you back? That is Jevrine Jack. He'll sit there and talk for a little over an hour. Oh, that is so cool. We it's definitely creepy, don't want to hear him talk. We're, we did when he popped in here. I think that's who oh, we were man. listening to. What even uh, is that? Yeah. What else is on your mind, Andy? Well... Um, the, the last thing I really want to talk about, talk about. Obviously, I'm I'm sitting here with my Phillies hat on um, as we record tonight Ooh. is Game Three of the World Series. We talked earlier. Uh, the series is tied, but I want to get into Game Two. All right, and mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Houston Astros for a minute because uh, anybody who's a baseball fan or has followed baseball at all, and I'm sure even if you haven't, you probably heard some shit. Touchdown. About yeah, <laughs> heard about the, the Astros of the past, right? A few years ago, cheating scandal. Um, Let me get my trash can. Stealing signs. Uh, basically, what they, they would bang on, they would steal the pitch, pitches, uh, bang on trash cans. Yeah. They had they had electronic wires or electronic monitors under their jerseys that would like buzz them to tell them pitches. Um, all kinds of shit. I mean, th- this was elaborate cheating scheme that they had going on. Um, Quick question for you, not to derail you, but do they still have the same, any of the same people around? Yes. 
Okay. That's all yeah, I want. Some of the players are still there. Yeah. Uh, some people were, I guess, suspended or banned uh, per MLB. I don't remember who. I don't know what the it was. A, it was more of a slap on the wrist by MLB. Um, yeah, the so, coach got one year suspension. So okay. we, I do remember that at least. That's crazy. Yeah. So the Phils win game one. They're down five nothing. They come back, tie the game. JT Real Muto home run tenth inning. Phils close the game out. Game one. Game Very two. Good game to watch. Game two, and, and and I can't tell you that I've ever seen this this bad in any baseball game ever. Okay, we all know pitchers will have a bad outing; they'll get rocked early, right? But usually, if yeah. that happens, it's they're going deep in counts, right? They're throw they're they're not finding the plate; their pitches aren't there. Wheeler was on. I mean, his pitches were the same pitches he'd been throwing all playoffs. They got him the phenomenal ERA and record that he had. Okay. First pitch, El Tuve is up. And now I, you, you asked the question. You asked the question, Justin, if anybody's around. El Tuve was one of the players that was involved yep. in the cheating. All right, leadoff batter, Altuve. First pitch swinging double. Hmm. Okay. Can happen. I've seen first pitch home runs. Yep. Happen. No biggie. Second batter up. First first pitch swinging double. Hmm. Okay. This is a good pitcher who's throwing good pitches. These aren't like he's missing his spots. He's throwing good pitches. Third batter. Takes a pitch. Second pitch swinging. Double. Three doubles. Four pitches. This is virtually impossible. Hmm. Like, we're talking four pitches, three hard-hit balls for doubles. Like, <laughs> you didn't get lucky and get the ball in play, hit a single. You hit three out of four pitches hard on a guy who isn't throwing bad. Like, Tony. Baseball guy, you've seen this before? No, never seen anything like that, especially, I mean, you might see something like that against a number five starter or something like that, but Wheeler, no, nothing, you're not going to see that against anybody like him. I mean, it just seems kind of odd, just like you're saying, that, you know, especially Altuve, I mean, I don't think he's been very hot lately, so kind of weird yeah, that you call this batter in the playoffs. Double. Coldest batter yep. for the Astros in the playoffs. Yep. First, yeah. first pitch swinging double. Yeah. I mean, it just seems a little weird. Like, you might knew exactly what was coming and where it was coming to. Kind of seemed like you had a hint, but I don't know. Maybe you can watch the tape, you know, and listen if there's, like, an anomaly. 
Maybe. That would be a signal. Could be. <clears throat> now, now the only thing <coughs> that I can uh -huh. say is game plan on Wheeler by the Astros was on. Swing early. All playoffs, he'd been getting ahead of pitchers. Yep. Or, or ahead of batters, okay? Yeah. He's throwing first pitch strikes. So you, you'd be swinging early. But to hit three straight located balls, he's not throwing these down the middle. Like, he's not <coughs> missing his spots. No. You hit three located balls in the first four pitches hard. Yeah. Something's not right. And the game is at Houston, so it makes it a little bit more suspicious. That game was in Houston. Yeah. So, move on past the first inning. They get some runs on, on Wheeler because of this, right? Let's move on. I think we're into the second inning, maybe. Second, We're only into the second inning. Batter comes up. I forget his name. Um, Justin is, is quick on the Googler. Um, mm -hmm. But... He comes up and the announcers go, he's using a new bat tonight. The bat he used in game one, Major League Baseball told him he's no longer allowed to use because it was an illegal bat. Martin Maldonado? Yes. Says he used a legal bat in World Series versus Philly. <laughs> so in game one, he's using an illegal bat. In game two, they tell him he can't use it anymore. So... <laughs> So he got away what with it. What was illegal about the bat? So, so these bats apparently were given to him by Albert Pujols. Pujols. This is not not a new rule. <laughs> ten yeah. years ago, ten years ago, MLB changed the rule on on I guess the weighting or whatever of the bat, right? Right. Whatever yeah. whatever it was on the bat, but they grandfathered in. Whoever was using this bat. Not to pass it down to the next person, not the bat, the person. Right. So yep. so Poolhulse had been able to use this illegal bat for the last ten years. Grandfather did. But it's a ten year old rule. This guy has no like there's no oh I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's not like this rule was just made this year or like three mm -hmm. weeks ago. And Pujols had to have known that this bat is illegal. Of course, because he got grandfathered in. So what do you know where those Justin? bats have been, right? So, so Justin, were you going to say something? Yeah, I said, you know where those bats have been, right? Where? Pujol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been ramrodding them. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, there's a tweet here. It says it says he, he asked Pujols to send him some bats. Uh, they always got some of the best quality of bats because of his stature. <laughs> That's what Maldonado said. So, it, it... He's trying to put it off on Pujols that he's using this illegal bat is what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we have... We have the pitches going, and then we have the bat. Okay? Now let's move on to something else. But, Tony, what's your take on this bat?
I mean, yeah, if it's a 10-year-old rule, you should know this by now. And especially Albert should know that, you know, like, the guy's asking to use your bats. Come on now. You know what you're doing. You're sending it to him. He's going to use it. He's going to get caught. Now that's going to make Albert look bad because Albert should have known that rule. But guess what? He's like, no, it's okay. I'm just going to do it anyway. Nobody's going to see it and get caught. But, I mean, yeah. even the coach should have known. It's like, come on. You know this 10-year rule. You've been around. Can't use that bat. Especially World Series. Come on. My thing is with it is, I mean, I've always been brought up like umps are supposed to watch what equipment's being used. Why was it not told to him during the game he couldn't use this bat? How do they find it afterwards, I guess, is what I'm wondering. Do they go test everybody's equipment afterwards and look at it? I have no idea. But, I mean, like playing like, I mean, I'm not playing Major League Baseball here, but like a slow-pitch softball leagues that we've had here over the years, there was always those illegal ASA bats that you couldn't use. And you're, you know, I umped them, and I was told these are the I had a bat list. Every player had a bat list. Hey, this bat's illegal. But if you found somebody using it, they were out or, you know, they couldn't use that bat. So why aren't the umps watching this and taking it out of their hands during the game? I guess is my thing on this. Got you to, me, to pick up the bat, and then eventually, you know, the ump finally got his hands on it and probably said, you know, hey, this feels a little different. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'd be the only guess I could say. Right. Is, no, you, you know, yeah. I mean, I know it's probably like not marked. It's the same bat, thing with a cork bat, right? Like, you don't find out about a cork bat until the damn thing breaks. Yep. Right. But, I mean, if they knew this bat was illegal, I mean, if it is a weight thing, I mean, you'd have to grab it and stuff. But, I mean, it's like when and how did they find this? And it could, I mean, was it his last at bat? You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, there should be punishments for using it, not just Nate. No, you can't use this bat. <laughs> not again. You know, to me, if, if it's a 10-year rule, there should be, you know, to me, if there's a one-year rule, and, you know, I understand the first couple times there's, you know, hey, sorry, I didn't mean to use that one, whatever. But if it's a 10-year rule, there should have been, there, in my opinion, there should be suspensions or fines or something for using something illegal in a sport. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, you think about Not NASCAR. Just, no, you right? can't use it. You think about NASCAR, if you have something illegal in your car, you, you're, you're, somebody's getting suspended, you're losing points, you're losing, like... Brad Keselowski got uh, disqualified yesterday for not having enough weight, I think. Yeah. So, Man. I, I don't... All right, so let's move past the bat. Let's go... <laughs> the bat's a big topic. That's a, that's a big one. You had, it so, is. So let's, let's recap. We have... Recap a little bit, yeah. Three pitches... Three out of the first four pitches on a pitcher who's locating his stuff hit hard for doubles. We have an illegal bat used. Let's go to the Phillies hitting and see how that worked out. The spin rate on this guy's pitches was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never seen him pitch before. From from Bray, whatever the fuck his name is. Okay, never seen him pitch before, but there is video footage and, and everything out there about this. So every time he got a new ball, okay, 
from the from from the ump. He would get a new ball. He'd hold it in his hand. He'd take his other hand and his thumb, and he'd take his thumb and he would rub it into the hand holding the ball. He would be rubbing his thumb into the palm. If you're watching on YouTube, kind of like what I'm doing, I'm holding the ball and I'm rubbing my palm, right? And then he would take that thumb that rubbed the palm and rub that thumb all over the baseball. Okay? On top of that, he was constantly touching his face. He was constantly rubbing his long dreadlocks. And now let's remember one other key, mo key thing about pitchers here. And it, it, this includes the National League now, right? Pitchers don't hit. Yep. Pitchers shouldn't get dirty. At all. Right? They shouldn't have fucking mud and whatever or, or brown stuff. That jersey should be spick and span from top to bottom. So Unless the whole night, raining. the whole <laughs> night, he this guy is rubbing his hand, his his hand on his pant leg. There's up close pictures that there are like brownish orangish spots on his pant leg from where he was rubbing his his hand. On top of that, this guy changed his glove during the game at least two times, I think three, but at least two times he changed his glove. Like, sorry, I got one fucking baseball glove. I don't, I don't need a second one. I might have a spare, but I'm not gonna change it during the middle of a game. And then for whatever reason, this guy changed his cleats two or three times during the game. He needed more grip on the rubber that was dying out up there. You know, <laughs> so, he needed to change his tires to get more grip. Yeah. <laughs> Add this all up, and the and, and the spin rates are out of control. Yeah. And they they don't. From what I am understanding, and I I don't know because I didn't. The footage isn't all there, or whatever. But like, umps are supposed to be checking the. <clears throat> The pitchers as they come off. Apparently, he was only checked once during the game. Yep. As he walks off the field, every time he's walking off the field, he's rubbing his hand on his pant leg before he gets over even close to the ups to be checked. And his he's also rubbing stuff out of his glove. You add all of this up and None of this makes sense. No. It doesn't. So, you've got... No. Let's recap again. Again. Okay. The Astros have been caught by Major League Baseball winning a World Series by cheating. Okay. First three pitches... Out of or three pitches out of the first four are hard hit doubles on a pitcher that's locating his stuff. An illegal bat is used, and this pitcher is acting awfully fucking sketchy. Tony, not a Philly fan, so you tell me what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird that even 
don't really see a pitcher changing a glove unless there's a malfunction with it. I mean, he had to, you know, break it, something like that. Something you would see, and you'd be like, okay, I understand. Changing your cleats? Come on now. I don't know why you have to change your cleats again. It's just ridiculous. And then, like, you you know, brown stuff on the pants, and you're rubbing. Rosin's white, so you can't tell us it's a rosin bag. And I doubt you're even touching the dirt, you know, trying to get some grip or whatever, but... So that's the other thing. You you brought up the rosin bag. Let's add to this story. He did not use the rosin bag once. So hands aren't sweaty. (laughs) So he never used the rosin bag to dry his hand. Why would you when he got something on there? It was a perfectly dry evening, right? So it wasn't raining, so the mound wasn't wet. That would be a reason to change your cleats, maybe. Right. Dustin, you're not a Phillies fan either because I want to stay out of this as far as my take on it, being a Philly fan because everybody's just going to say, well, you're just upset your team lost. Dustin, what's your take here? As a former pitcher, you find different ways to, I shouldn't say, make your game better. But as you get older, that's what happens, right? But correct me if I'm wrong. This guy isn't the oldest guy. <laughs> he didn't look too old. But, um, you know, if you're trying to get that advantage, I mean, and people are doing it. We've seen it all year round that people are trying to get that advantage on the mound, at the plate, whatever. But me as a pitcher, I would lick my fingers, wipe them off. You can do that. Legal. Yep. But when you start playing with your hair and leg, pant leg, and doing all those other things, not right. I mean, to me, to me, major leagues got to come down to the point like, what can you touch on your body? I mean, I know like in our amateur league, we, you know, you're gonna take off your hat on a hot day and wipe your hand, but you're gonna wipe your hands off. But you know, we have it where you can lick your fingers, and but we used to have to do it you off the mound like completely off the mound and it's dry before you get back up there. Now it, you can be up on the mound, but you have to wipe them off. has to be a physical or you have to show that you're wiping them off, whatever. But if you're rubbing everything else on your body, you know, like the, people are putting stuff behind their ears in their gloves now and all that. And it's getting on the ball. If it's going in the glove, you know, and then you can rub it around, you know, how many, how many pitches do you see do this constantly with the ball? I mean, they're, they rub down the balls. They prepare the balls before they play. Anyway, um, I feel every pitcher cheats in a way. But in the World Series, you should be checking that picture, pitcher every inning. And if he's rubbing, if if what I didn't get to watch the game, Andy, so I didn't get to see him coming off the mound or coming off the field. But if he's li- literally rubbing, rubbing everything else out of his glove and his leg, that it, to me as an ump too, that triggers my head. Like, hey – we got to get to this guy before he's rubbing everything off. Or touch the pant leg, see what it is. It's there. You know, you don't know what people are using now. I mean, people use pine tar for how many years? I don't know what the chemical pitchers use now. I honestly don't. But, I mean, Eddie Harris <laughs> in Major League used not. Maybe it works. <laughs> so, so Tony, Tony did you finish your thought on this? As a non-Philly fan? 
Yeah, I mean, I pretty much finished it because yeah, it's just everything is going on. Not, it's not natural. I mean, can you look towards the beginning of the season? I think, I think it was around the beginning. Madison Bumgardner. I mean, that ump was basically you know frisking him like a cop for nothing. Right. They made him look like he was just robbed a bank. Yeah, <laughs> but, but now, now even even towards the end of the regular season, you see these these guys they go over the ump and they just they put it out there and it's like. Okay, go. You know, like yep. it's kind of like it's kind of like after nine eleven when you went into a sporting event, you got frisked like you were being arrested, right? And now you like go you're to a getting on an airplane. Yeah, now you go to a sporting event and they like they look you over, and they give you like a tap on the back, and they say, "Go ahead," right? Like, mm-hmm. yep. Um, I, I don't know, Justin. You're 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 fired up. You're a Phillies fan, right? You're you're into what's going on. Do you feel cheated? Um, I mean, you guys, you know, had a good dissertation. I mean, what's not to see? Something's going on. Uh, yeah, it sucks, but at least we're the team that's not cheating. But do you want to be the team that wins? Okay. The thing is, with the Phillies here right now, you're tied 1-1. You're going back to Philly, and it's hard to play there. I love, yeah. You know, I mean, you got three games in Philly. Or is it, how, do, how do they do a World Series, Andy? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it 2-2-1-1-1, two, two, one, 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 or is it 2-3-2? Two, 2-3-2. Three, two? Two, three, two. So you yeah. can actually win the World <laughs> Series three games in a row here coming up. Absolutely. I'm not sold on tonight. <laughs> Yet, uh, no Syndergaard on the mound. I don't expect them to go more than three or four. Um, they're giving Ranger uh, an extra day of rest. He'll be going in game four. Um, and then I believe it'll be back to Nola in game five. Um, Thing is, though, you, you get Houston at your ballpark. You get Joe at, or you get Houston at your ballpark. Where they probably haven't played in God knows how long. You get your fans, and I know how Philly fans are. Been around them in a lot of sporting events. It's gonna be hard for Houston to pull off. They they need to pull off one win in Philly, and I I can't see it happen. But it's gonna be hard. I think it's I think these next three games are gonna be phenomenal to watch. I didn't mean to interrupt Justin there. I know he's I, muted. I just now, but. I just want to be. If they're gonna beat us, beat us fair. Like yeah, no, definitely. It, it, it's it's one of those things. It, it's you have a reputation, so things are under the microscope, right? Like it, it you, you've cheated before, so why aren't we looking a little bit harder? Why why isn't there like if if we used an illegal bat, there's suspensions. Use a yep. cork bat, there's a suspension. Mm-hmm. What, Tony, why is there no suspension in the World Series? I don't know. It's a good question. Especially since it is Houston doing all this stuff and nothing is happening to them. It's like, why? It's like, first game, guy leaning into the pitch, you know, trying to cheat his way on. Yeah, game two, you know, you're using illegal, or game one, you legal bads. Game two, you get a pitcher rubbing stuff all over him and nobody's checking to say, hey, what is this? But, I mean... Yeah, it's it's why. Why is Houston so, you know, unstoppable that we can just give them whatever they want? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, and it's, it, it's frustrating as a fan. Because, like I said, if you're gonna beat us, beat us fair. Um, yeah, you know, we don't. Yeah. We're, we're we're the lowest seed team beating the you know playing the the top seed in the in the playoffs, right? So, um, I I will be 100 percent honest. I'm pulling for the Phillies. Never loved I think, it. Never liked I think the country, after. except for the city of Houston, is is pulling for the Phillies. Um, so, which is the first I, time ever. First time ever anybody's outside of Philadelphia is rooting for Philadelphia. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> you I will be that. honest. When Philadelphia won the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, even though they beat the Vikings in Philadelphia, I was cheering for Philly. Just because I didn't want to see Tom. Wasn't it? Did they, play, they played New England, didn't they? Yeah. I didn't want to see New England win in our Super Bowl. I like seeing new teams win, underdogs win. I mean, Philly made a good run through the playoffs that year. Justin's got company. Yeah. It's my mom. Oh. She, Hello. She's hiding. She, she, oh, peekaboo! <laughs> Hello! She's doing, a, she's doing a Halloween thing, apparently. <laughs> Watch out for the ghost. Um... Yeah. As you might have mentioned before, it's up in the air for some of us with the, the Halloween stuff tonight. So, yeah, um, um, yeah, the Phillies uh, game was called for the night. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, there's no game tonight. Account of rain. Yeah, it's not. They're not playing. Well, son of a bitch. Well, what game three tomorrow? They'll just delay it. What? So yeah, so they would play tomorrow anyway. So. Yeah, well, it's yeah, Tuesday, game. Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. When's when's game five? Oh, Wednesday too. Yeah, three games in a row. Damn. Let's get them. Let's fuck them up. Fuck them up three in a row. Hey, and Jose Altuve. Silly, right? You know, Jake Paul was put on these celebrity fights, right? Jose Altuve. You want to fuck cheat my team? You want to fight? Let's do it. I'm down. I'm down. I fight the fucking manager. I fight the fucking cheating pitcher. Because when it comes to fighting, I'm going to cheat too. I'm going to kick you in the fucking nuts. But here, so here was my here was my question about the uh, um, the pitcher that I hadn't asked. And I'm going to ask all of you guys. Well, Tony just left. Hi, Tony. Um, Tony's trying to hand out candy yet. <laughs> here, here's here's my question about the pitcher that I asked both of you. It's the World Series, right? So let's say he goes out there and he gets away with this for three innings or four innings or whatever, and then they catch him and they eject him. What is the real loss? Right, you got three to four innings out of that pitcher at scoreless innings. There's There's really no loss. loss. No. The only loss would actually be that your bullpen's got to come in and actually pitch cold and whatever. But that's still not a loss. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's not a loss. I mean, but that it that's any any athlete, any team or anything like that comes into, you know, if you're going to try to win a World Series, Super Bowl, NBA Finals, or NBA Championship, NCAA Championships, what stops you from cheating? Well, I'll be suspended for three games next season. Yeah. <laughs> I well, that's, mean, that's really. A, that's the thing. What, what, what is 
the downfall of, of going for it and trying it and, 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 you know, taking the Phillies off their game by, you know, doing shit like this. In my Sweep eyes, leg. in my eyes, if, okay, the pitcher they had the other night, Lar, Saturday night, that where you mentioned his name, can't remember, Houston. Say he comes out game five, just saying a game, does the exact Maldonado? same thing. Yeah, but they find out in the seventh inning that they find this stuff. What does that do for the last two games? You know, if they find if they find something later and all this stuff is coming out, like people speculating what's going on. I shouldn't say speculating, but you know what I mean. And say game seven, he's coming out there, coming out of the bullpen to help close out a game or try to secure the W, and they find this. And he's pitched in two, started two other games, scoreless innings, you know, seven complete, or, you know, seven innings, four hit baseball, just throwing out stats. And then they find it in game seven in inning eight. How does yeah. that tarnish baseball? <laughs> How does that tarnish the series, period? Still, t- you know? I, I mean, regardless, you get caught cheating, it's going to tarnish any type, type of win or championship take. But. Right. Correct. But with with the money and everything that goes along with the winning, do they give a shit if people call them cheaters? Nope. In my because eyes, it doesn't. It's just the rest of the country calling them cheaters. In their hometown, the people that are paying for the tickets Look at, are happy they won a championship. Now, I don't really consider this cheating. It was more of a bounty. But look at the Saints back in whatever year that was. They won the Super Bowl. You know, they were giving out extra money if you took out the opposing players. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ended up being a scandal and all that. Sean Payton was suspended for a year or whatever it was. But none of the players really got anything out of it. And they were the ones doing it. You know, the organization and, and, took the hit. And but money, you got money. a Super Bowl. You got the money. Got the prestige. You got to say, hey, I won a Super Bowl. I got a Super Bowl ring. Not like they took that away. Did it hurt them? No. I'm going to find you $25,000. You make $50 million a year. Well, and that's just the thing. Like, when it comes to playoffs, okay, money's everything. Yep. Because if you, these guys that sign contracts, okay, no matter the sport, doesn't matter if it's baseball, football, hockey, basketball, Ball, soccer, I don't care shit what it is. Your contract yep. is paid to you in the regular season. Yep. Okay. Once the regular season's over, you're no longer paid. It's you almost can make like- more money. The further you go, there are incentives. Bonuses. Bonuses in your contracts. There's bonuses by the leagues, right? So the leagues yep. pay bonuses. Um, I only know this because I was, little known fact, I was part of the training staff for the Philadelphia Flyers for a couple years. When it came to the playoffs, it was posted at the practice rink in the locker room. During the playoffs, it was posted on the wall what the bonus structure was for where you got in the playoffs. Yep. And this was a bonus structure paid by the National Hockey League. Yeah, it's not paid by the team. No. The team gets the money to pay you, but it's paid by the league. 
Yeah. Because the organization gets bonuses as well. Right. So that is a little known fact that people don't know about. So when they're talking about playing, yes, you want to be a champion, right? You play to be a champion. But there's money on the line. Oh, yeah. Right? And if you think these million-dollar babies don't care about money, look at how the NHL All-Star game changed when they put money on the line. Yep. Oh, it's it's real. I mean, that's what it they all want. I mean, competitive at that point. Yep. So even though these are million-dollar babies, you know, they're – you know, $200,000 bonus that they might get for winning this series or the $500,000 bonus they get for winning the World Series. It's a lot of fucking beer for them. You know what I mean? It's, it. Yep. It, they still want that. So, um, I don't know. It, it it, it's all about the, the money rules, everything, but of course the championship rules it too. Um, you ever want to be known as a player through something? You got to be a champion, right? Going to the Hall of Fame, you got to be a champion. I mean, that's Seems just like. That's right? Bye, Justin. Bye, Justin. <laughs> looks like. Looks hey, like we're we, back to where we started. Yeah, back to where we started, just being Dustin to close out the show, which is. Ironic, right? You know, um, okay, we're talking about cheating. I don't, I don't want to, unless you got something more you want to talk to about on that, Andy. No, I'm, I'm exhausted so, that, I think. Well, okay, so I want to go to NASCAR for a second. Okay. We both saw, or I saw live, you were at a football game, I'm guessing, yesterday. But did what Ross Chastain do yesterday to get in the playoffs, would you consider that cheating? Uh, no, he was uh, he was within the rule book. Um, There's no rule on that right now. What you can do and can't do on that. No. Passing the so, grass, different world. But so for those of you who didn't see this, look up what Ross Chastain did at Martinsville. But so he pulled a video game move. <laughs> yeah, he even said NASCAR 05. I tried it at NASCAR 05 and it worked. <laughs> so basically, going into the last corner, he was in P10. To advance to the playoffs, he had to get up to, like, P5 and pass Denny Hamlin, if, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, so, he was down by four points at the point. Yeah, yep. he is five positions back going into the last corner of the race. So what he did is he entered the corner against the wall, and he gunned it. No breaking. And for those of you who don't know racing or don't know Martinsville, Martinsville is a very tight track. You go, and it's a short track. So I think top speed is probably 120 mile an hour. You're going um, through the corners at about 60, 670. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're down to about 60, 70 miles an hour going around the corners, hard braking. Um, you can't push it too hard. You're going to end up spinning the car or wrecking or whatever. But he ends up starting at the wall. And guns it. I mean, just pedal to the floor and rides the wall. The wall basically keeps him from spinning, keeps him from wrecking, um, and rides the wall through the last corner, passes five cars, (laughs) 
in the last corner and makes the playoffs. And on top of that, when he crossed the start finish line, he set a track record for the fastest lap. Yep. That was like 18 point whatever. Yeah. Five cars he passed. And, and when you watch it, it's amazing. Like, Dustin, I can't get over it when I watch it. No, like, I can't you either. Think, you think when, when you're watching the replay of what happened, you think it's in fast forward. Yeah, you 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 feel like the cars on the inside are in real time, and they took his car and video edited it and put it like three or four times faster. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, how I looked at it. So, did he tear up a race car? He probably damaged the race car. It's not. It's fixable damage, right? It's not tore up. But he did what he had to do, and he fucking got himself in the playoffs. He's he's in the final four to race for a championship. And everybody loved what he did. Except... Denny Hamlin. Well, and a bunch of NASCAR. Drivers. Yeah, a lot of drivers. Because my thing is with it, um, if you looked at Saturday's race, what Ty Gibbs did to Brandon Jones, you know, those are the moves that are meant to be at these short tracks, not wrecking people. I mean, Ty, Ty Gibbs did too much, in my opinion, there. He wrecked a guy. He wrecked a teammate and knocked him out of the playoffs. But um, in, but with that going on, I mean, with what Ross Chastain did, how many more people are going to try that? And they've been talking about, the safety of drivers. If this would have worked with Ross Chastain and he would have hit that wall at the speed he did and tried to ride it. And if the wall would have pushed him off and went down into the traffic, how big of a wreck would that have been? How many more injuries would have NASCAR seen? I mean, um, I can't think of his name, but he pulled off track last yesterday during the race with a headache. And he was in a bad wreck last week. I can't remember his name, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler Reddick, I think is who it was. Yeah. Um, he pulled off the race. It wasn't even, I don't know, maybe 100 laps into the race. And he goes, I can't go anymore. I got a headache. I can't do it. So how many more could cut? You know, I, I'm feeling, with what Ross Chastain did, it was amazing to watch. But if NASCAR does not make a rule on this in the future to protect drivers, because it could have been really bad. I mean, what we saw was phenomenal. That probably never happened again in that aspect. But if something else would have happened, what's everybody thinking then? But like, we can play you know what I mean? could have, should have all day long. And when are you going to stop guys from racing and doing what they got to do to win? Right. But because does that stop you from doing it any other track? Let me, let me ask you this, Dustin. Um, Aside from what he did, this is going to be a different situation. Correct. It's the Daytona 500, the most prestigious NASCAR race in ever or, uh, of the season in the world, right? right? Yep. Like it's what everybody wants. Everybody wants the Daytona Everybody wants win. that Daytona 500 win. They don't want to win at the Pepsi 400. They want to win at the Daytona 500. It is the last lap, the last corner, and you're racing a guy who is just ahead of you. Yeah. 
And you, let's say you Dora up the track. Let's say you hook them. Let's say, like, this happens at the Daytona 500 every oh, fucking definitely. year. The thing is, though. But how is if, that different safety-wise? Oh, it's it's not. It's definitely not. I mean, I'm just. It's worse. They're going 200 miles an hour at Daytona. Oh, right. I I don't know. I guess it's going to be interesting what NASCAR does. I mean, I'm not trying to. I I love the move. I mean, I've been in a 60 mile what, an hour crash, and I'm here. What person? I mean, there's no way of practicing the move Ross Chastain did. No. There's no way of practicing literally like what you're saying at at the Daytona 500 or at Super Speedway. Everything that can happen there because everything happens in a split second. It's over. But you're gonna try for that win. It's a, it's your, it's every race car driver wants to win that race. You know, Ross Chastain wanted to get in the playoffs. He rolled the wall and went. You know, like you said, you could play the what what could have happened. But I'm just amazed that it actually worked. I just I can't put words to it. What I'm trying to say there. You know, when oh, he said I tried it in NASCAR 05 and it worked on the GameCube. <laughs> I mean, I guess I never tried it on the GameCube. I mean, but I want to now. <laughs> I'm amazed by it. I am. I'm. I'm happy for Ross Chastain. I am that he's in the playoffs. For the balls to do that without ever even trying it in a car, in a real life car, to have the balls to try it and do it. Hats off to you, buddy. I mean, I I can't be more more happy for him to get into the playoffs with it. I mean, everybody's safe, everybody's sound, and everything works. I mean... So here's my deal on the whole situation. This can't become the norm in qualifying. No. I mean, I think, like, in iRacing, if you touch the wall, you get a 1X, per se, your lap's out. Thing is, though, I don't... And the other thing is, I don't see that happening in NASCAR being the thing in qualifying. Because you got to go race with that car that you qualified with. You can't do nothing to a lot of them anymore. Or don't they do the impound? I guess I don't know. But you can't go if fix the car If everybody fucking does it. Yeah. If everybody does it. I guess in my opinion with that, if everybody else is doing that, I go out and run a clean lap. I start first. Do you? Who cares? How bad is a scraped race car at a place like Martinsville? Yeah, but if they if they do something that yeah, it, <coughs> hell, it depends on how hard you want to hit it. I mean, there were we actually were talking in our Discord after it happened in in our racing Discord, and I'm pretty sure you saw some of the messages. But there was act, you know, going to try it and all that. There was a person that went out and did it in iRacing. And they have a zero X doing that move. At what track? At Martinsville. They just did the exact move on a hot lap and had a zero X. You don't hit the wall hard. No. You're just grinding. Scrape it. it. All you're doing is scraping off the the wrap. Yep. Well, Ross Ross did a little bit more than that. <laughs> but but if you could time it right and make it work. And it, you just, like you said, scraping off the wrap. I don't want to uh, see that in 
I don't want to see it to be the norm. 35 no. cars going out and doing that and qualifying. No, I don't either. That's why I feel NASCAR is going to come up with something with this. I don't know what that could be. And in the sporting code of iRacing, wall riding is illegal. Yeah. It will get you banned. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I mean, people are doing the testings, but but how many people went and tried it in uh, an official race last night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I just I thought it was a phenomenal move. I mean, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad the bad didn't happen. I mean, there could have been a lot worse things that happened, obviously. But there's a lot worse things he could have done when you we you know we we started this conversation based on cheating, right? Because of what the Astros right. are doing, but. Like, there's a lot worse things he could have done as far as a cheating thing. All right. he did was well, drive his car to the limit <laughs> faster than everybody else yep. without regard for damage to his race car and got himself in a position he needed to be in. Yep. I Like I said, I don't disagree with it. There's a, It could have been bad, obviously. I mean... We both agree on that. It could have been bad, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, you'll never see question. it again. I'm gonna ask one question. Yep. If he comes off that, let's say he comes off that corner, and instead of slowing down on Casey Kane, he he ran into the back of Casey Kane, but not hard. No, uh, uh, Keselowski. Oh, Keselowski. He didn't hit him yep. hard. Okay. But, but he could have hit him a lot harder. <laughs> let's say he just kept going and hit him harder and kept going until he could shut the car off and it would come to a stop. And he got out of the car and said, my throttle stuck. Yeah. Yeah, you no. don't know. Not well. Nothing you can do. What are you going to do? Go test his throttle? I mean, let's think about it, right? He, like, he, 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 NASCAR, he NASCAR has a has had a thing here lately where they like to penalize people for telling the truth. Yep. You know, you get a guy who who said, "Yep, wrecked him, wrecked him under caution." Get, get <laughs> penalized. Get penalized for admitting it yep. instead of saying, "Shit, you know, my steering went out, or I was playing with my." My, which has happened before. People play with their instruments under caution and, you know, make a mistake with the wheel and not paying attention and bump somebody, yeah. right? And and so, could have said that. Yep. Told truth. Got, it, got in trouble. If he didn't tell the truth, he wouldn't have gotten in trouble. So if, if Ross Chastain just said, my throttle got stuck, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I, like I said, I love the move. I, it's gonna be, to me, it's at the level of uh, Earnhardt. Was it Earnhardt Senior that did the pass in the grass? To me, it's at that level. You go in there to win a race. Well, in his case, he's going to get into the playoffs. He wasn't going to win the race. But how many? I'm looking at it this way. What's stopping anybody from trying it at Martinsville next year? You're in fifth place. So. I guess in my eyes, you know, one and two, you're still going to use the bumper to move somebody. That's just what's been the stopping thing them. Show. What's stopping it is somebody riding higher on the track. Yep. Well, that's just it. I mean, 
never really thought about it that way. But you know, but say you get three people that decide to do this next year in the spring race. <laughs> Heck yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a melee. <laughs> it's racing, why we watch it, right? Like, no. Uh, there's nobody well, out there. Watch. You can't tell me there. There ain't a fucking soul out there that can tell me they watch racing to hopefully watch. You know, three hundred green flag laps. No, with no carnage. Thing is, how many fans did Ross Chastain gain yesterday? Yesterday with that move, a lot. Exactly. And you know, I mean, respect of people. Oh yes. Here's a guy that all season long is, you know, people are getting down on him for running into people. Now he runs into the wall and gets in the playoffs. (laughs) No, I'm excited for him. I mean, I hope, I hope he can put on a good showing here at Phoenix this weekend. You know, see what happens, but it's, it it was crazy. I mean, I don't think it's stuff you don't see in NASCAR very often. You know, you see the bump and run, you know, and now you got to see something different and people are sitting there. I mean, people are literally freaking out about it. Like, oh, my God, what's this mean for the future? You know, you were just talking about it with qualifying. We don't want to see that as a norm. But I don't see people wanting to do that in qualifying. I mean, if they do, they do. But going into the race with who knows what kind of car at that point. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did, too. I, I enjoyed the crap out of it. I mean, we were talking about it, like, last night and playing the PlayStation with some friends after I raced and they, they were talking about it and they hate NASCAR. They're like, Dustin, you race, you like NASCAR. I'm like, yeah. What'd you think about that? I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, social media is amazing. If you don't, not even following that platform, you still hear about it. You know, your the friends tweeted, tweeted out or shared on Facebook. They're like, what'd you think about that? I'm like, I thought it was amazing. Doesn't it ruin the sport? I'm like, no, one race doesn't ruin a sport. No, I mean, but they were talking about it. I mean, this is five guys that have probably watched one race in their life, and it was at a, their local track on dirt. And they're like, God, that just makes me want to watch short track racing more on NASCAR. And I'm like, right. You know? But so, it, it was an amazing move. Hats off to you, Chastain. Good luck in the championship four. So we're going to do one little, one little fun thing before we... Uh, get out of here since it is Halloween. Halloween's about giving kitties candy and then luring them to your door. But um, let's play a little game. And since the other two aren't here, we'll have to do this for them. If you were a candy, what would you be? Hmm. And we'll have to we'll have to name Tony and 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 Justin too. But uh, yes, I'd be a Twix. What, what, now, why would you be a Twix? My right side is better than the left. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I really thought about if I'd be a candy, what would I be? I I, I like Twix, and I always know they're the right side, left side, right Twix, left Twix. So I will name Justin. Justin is Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sour at first, but sweet at the end. Yes, yes. Sour Patch Kids <laughs> is Justin. Um, we got on Tony. 
Oh, God. Something quiet. <laughs> Definitely not Pop Rocks. Definitely not Pop Rocks. No. <laughs> Definitely not Pop Rocks. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I think he's like a gummy. Yeah, a little like gummy a, bear. A little yeah, gummy like worm, maybe. Gummy bears. <laughs> Squishy. Squishy <laughs> on the inside. I am, of course. I'm, 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 of course, a dove bar. A dove bar? The smoothest and sweetest, most sexual <laughs> chocolate out there. <laughs> so that, that, that's what we are as candy, of course. Yeah, so that, uh, to recap that, Justin is sweetest fish. Uh, I think Sour Patch Kids. Sour, Sour Patch Kids. And uh, Tony is... Uh, gummy bear. Gummy bears. And I am a dove bar. <laughs> Somehow gonna... Justin's a, or Dustin's a Twix. <laughs> my right side's better than my left. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Yeah, lot, it's been a good lot show. going on this week. A lot going on in the wrestling um, and the fake fighting people of Jake Paul. Um, the cheating in the baseball. I mean, there's just so much this week. Uh, I know it was a lot to cover. Thanks for everybody sticking with us uh, right. through it all. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this show. Let us know at back, you know, backtalkus at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter at backtalk. Uh, find us on Facebook, backtalk, and the backpack fan page. Um, Dustin. Last words, final thoughts, buddy. Oh, last NASCAR race of the season uh, coming up here at Phoenix. Uh, like I said earlier, go Chastain, pulling for you. I think it'd be awesome for you to see a win after getting in with that. Um, yeah, I mean, fake fighting. I don't watch these celebrity matches. Never will. Never have. Never will. Uh, love talking about them though. Watching the fake. Andy shows us the fake videos and the fake punches. I love it. Um, cause that's what it is. It's fake. I'd rather watch wrestling than watch fake boxing matches. Been that way for a while. But, um, no, like Andy said, email us at backtalkus at gmail.com and give us your thoughts on what's going on. Bring up some ideas for us. We want to hear from you guys. Um, but you know, as we're recording this, it is Halloween. So happy Halloween again. Hope everybody got their tricks or treats, whatever they wanted to do out there. But, I like the tricks. Uh, I like my tricks. <laughs> I'm gonna turn in some tricks. <laughs> yeah, turn some tricks tonight. <laughs> but uh, no, be safe, everybody out there in life. Period. Um, be yourselves. Enjoy your time. But can't really say much else. I mean, great show, Andy. Kind of different being me and you. Got interrupted by two idiots. Yeah, that we didn't know we we're gonna show up. Like, yeah, yeah, let's just let's just come in. It eh, don't matter. We'll just hop in there. There, there. And then yeah. fucking leave when we feel yeah. like. Bye. Uh, yeah. Not even say goodbye. Just bye. Just gone. Yeah. Both yeah, gone. Disappeared. But no, good show, Andy. Like I said, I mean, this was fun. Me and you, one on one, kind of just talking, talking shit, like we always do. But it's been fun. Good deal. Yeah. Thanks for everybody for uh, tuning in. Hit us on that Twitter. Hit us on the Facebook. Hit us on the on the email. Let us know. Uh, what do you think of the show? What do you, what do you want to hear? What do you want? To, you want to talk about some more shit? Get out there, 
Tweet at Jake Paul. Tell him Backtalk wants his ass in the ring. He's a fucking pussy. I might be too young to fight him. I don't know. Um, yeah, you're not quite at 47. Yeah, no. I got four years from that, man. But he'll be too old then. Yeah, yeah, he'll be, <laughs> yeah, he'll be, he'll be a retired <laughs> fighter at 28. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Phil's right out tonight, so we'll wait till tomorrow. Uh, other than that, uh, thanks everybody tuning in, and until next time, it's up. Wieners. <laughs>